Hello and welcome again to the Norwest Media Podcast. In today's episode, we'll be talking about mental health during the COVID-19 crisis and how it's really important for us all to stay on top of our mental health during this time. Uh, So today's guests, we have Kelly Sheldrick, who is a yoga instructor here in Philwood. And we also have CAS officer Dan Lewin. Welcome to you both. Yeah, thanks for having us. Thank you very much. Kelly, if you wouldn't mind uh, introducing yourself and what you do here in Norwest, please. Yeah, so my name is Kelly and I've been in Norwest um, for about four months now. I haven't lived here too long, so it's. but I've found the community to be very welcoming. I was teaching just at Philwood Community Centre, so just around the corner from where I live now. And it's been really great. Um, I really enjoyed it. I really enjoyed teaching there and, and the people that work there as well. And that that's pretty much it. So I yeah, teach in yoga and I also work full time in the city uh, in quality assurance as well. Okay, great. Thanks. Uh, and, and Dan, yourself? I'm based at the Norwest Health Park and I'm a networker for CAS, which is the Community Access Support Service. And uh, my job involves supporting the community, in particular kind of community groups and buddies groups around how to support their members' mental health. So um, I'm out and about a lot, um, not at the moment, obviously, but um, yeah, my job's, you know, about being in the community, about linking up with groups, getting conversations going around mental health and trying to reduce stigma um, so that people, you know, can, can talk about mental health and can open up about it and, you know, should they need help, feel more comfortable to, you know, go out and, and seek help. Great. Thank you both. Thank you. Um, so uh, how are you both? Um, well, I'll ask you individually, but how, uh, Dan, how are you How are you coping with the, with the lockdown situation yourself? I'm coping all right, thanks. Yeah, I mean, um, I'm, I've worked at home in the past and I'm able to, um, to do some of my job from home at the moment. So I'm kind of split between a bit of homeworking and and some childcare. I've got a three-year-old daughter. Um, Looking after a three-year-old is pretty good for your mental health. I mean, she's pretty unaware of what's going on. And, you know, days with her are days basically not not thinking about um, coronavirus. You know, we've got some parks, so going up the park, getting out on bike rides. Um, So, yeah, just, yeah, I guess just trying to keep things in perspective. But... Um, yeah, generally, I'm I'm getting on all right. Thanks. That's good to hear. Uh, and Kelly, how about yourself? How are you coping? Yeah, I mean, this week's been a lot better than the previous weeks for me. It's a bit, it is a bit of a roller coaster. But I guess with everything that's going on with so much uncertainty, it's pretty expected to have bad days and have good days. And I think the weather has definitely helped. Uh, as soon as the sun's out and you get to go outside even if it's only for 10 minutes in the sun I think it makes a big difference so yeah just concentrating on the good things and not focusing on the the bad things watching the news too much and things like that so I think now it's been a few weeks and I've been able to get into a bit more of a routine it's definitely getting a lot easier to to kind of adjust the things yeah I I can I can definitely attest to that um, having to work at home um, it took me a couple of weeks to really sort of get into the groove of um of working from home um so uh so yeah i i I totally hear what you're saying so a question to you both um obviously uh monitoring one's mental health is really important 
in general. But how crucial do you think it is now, especially with most of us be working from home or being stuck at home? Yeah, uh, it's obviously very you know important anyway, like you said. But you know, during this time, which is you know very uncertain time, you know, very stressful kind of situation, um, and you know, very very challenging for for many um, because of extra pressures, whether that's childcare, uh, you know, homeschooling, working from home. You know, people might have been laid off, so they might have money worries confined in small flats with no outside space you know you might be a frontline worker going out to work every day you know worried about contracting the virus you know worried about your family you know older relatives so you know there's so many kind of extra pressures on people mental health I think it's you know much more important to kind of check in with yourself more and um, yeah make sure you're kind of looking after your mental health you know, like you would your physical health, you know, trying to stay fit, you know, trying to stay mentally fit is is extra important at the moment with all these extra things going on. Sure, sure. Uh, and Kelly, what are your thoughts on that? Yeah, I mean, I, I definitely echo what Dan was saying with the being so much uncertainty and change going on at the moment. I mean, we're all going to be experiencing things and feelings that we've never felt before. And I think when you're in that situation, sometimes it's a bit hard to know what to do with those feelings. And especially when we've got so much time on our hands, we might have, well, a lot of us have a lot more time on our hands, I should say. Sometimes we can start to overthink and we might not have people to share those feelings with as well. So I think just the combination of everything that's going on right now means that we need to be a little bit more aware of how we are feeling and our mental health yeah particularly important right important right now yeah absolutely absolutely um so kelly um just touching on your your uh, your yoga instruction um so the last couple of years have seen uh, mental health uh sort of become just as important as physical health um and as a yoga as a yoga instructor um can you, can you sort of explain how the two intertwine yeah absolutely so i think dan kind of got it in the last question where he said, well, we both have mental health and we both have physical health. And I think a lot of people forget about that. And just like we can get sick, we might get a tummy bug or chicken pox or something like that. We can also go through times where we might be experiencing anxiety or like may have a panic attack or something like that. But it doesn't necessarily mean we will have that all the time. It just might be something we're going through at that moment in time. So they are very similar in that sense. It might just be a transitional thing, just like we may be really fit and healthy one day uh, and be able to run and everything else. And then we have an injury and we can't get out and do that exercise as much. That's also going to have an impact. So I think they are both related in that sense because we we have both of them. Um, and then I suppose another way to look at it as well is physical health can be very good for your mental health because it does release endorphins. So for me, if I start feeling quite stressed or anxious or even angry, I tend to go out for a run because that's my way of dealing with it. And I find that if I kind of sweat it out, I feel so much better at the end of it. And at the end of it, those feelings have usually passed. So I think they do go hand in hand for things like that with managing maybe certain emotions um, so that they don't build up into into something else 
Sure. And I guess uh, at this time, um, something like running is probably one of the easier, well, running or walking is probably one of the easier physical activities you can do uh, in terms of sort of like that initial burst of energy and releasing releasing those endorphins. Yeah, I mean, absolutely. And everyone's different. Some people will find that going out for a run and kind of sweating it out is the thing that they need. Other people would find that maybe lifting some weights is better. And then there's a lot of people that I know that I, I teach that find that something like yoga is a lot better because it's more calming and you're bringing the focus more to your breath. So I guess it's just which one is best for you and, and what you choose to manage your kind of emotions with. But they, they definitely, it's kind of a tool, I guess, to help manage how you're feeling and how those how those emotions are. Dan, obviously you work for CAS. Have you, have you guys, are you aware of any sort of increase in calls for support? Uh, either in Norwest or across Bristol? Yeah, definitely. Um, yeah, I mean, we, we don't have a sort of advice telephone line or anything, but um, we've got our, our website and we've put together a, um, a COVID-19 directory of support, basically listing all the different um, mental health services and what they're providing during this time. And um, yeah, we've noticed we've been trying to kind of get that directory out there. We've noticed a huge increase in people accessing our website and accessing um, that to, to access that directory. Um, I've also yeah, I, I, we're in touch with with a lot of the services in Bristol, mental health services, and um, you know there's been a, there has been a huge increase in um, in people calling helplines, um, trying to get in touch with organisations support. Um, you know, a lot of organisations are kind of responding to it in their own way, um, you know, increasing, you know, increasing their service to people, um, trying to adapt their their groups and things, taking groups, you know, that were people coming together physically, taking those online, um, you know, doing a lot more phone support um, and other, yeah, other kind of online support. So, so yeah, there's definitely been a big increase and um, yeah, I know a lot of organisations are rising to it. You know, some might be struggling as well. So you might notice that there might be, you know, maybe longer waiting times to, to get appointments and things. But um, but generally, you know, there's been a big push to kind of increase capacity so that people can get supported. And you can access our COVID-19 directory directly from the, the CAS website, which is www. Cass, C-A-S-S, Bristol.org. Thanks, man. Yeah. I think, I think, um, I think it was kind of, I don't want to use the word oversight, but I think it was something that probably wasn't in the forefront of most people's minds when, when the lockdown was announced, the, the sort of the, the knock-on effect in people's mental health, as opposed to just sort of being stuck at home. Um, and the inconvenience of not being able to go shopping or not being able to see your friends and that kind of family and that kind of thing. Mm, yeah, totally. You know, I think there probably was quite a few people who thought, oh, you know, I'm getting paid to sit at home, watch movies all day. You know, it sounds great. But, you know, the reality very quickly dawns that, you know, life has undergone this huge kind of tectonic change and actually a lot of the things you know you're used to doing um you know and a lot of the things that you may not have realized before that are really good for your mental health um you suddenly 
not able to do. Um, and I think, you know, the longer this goes on, the more the more people realise um, what's important. Yeah, as uh, uh, and that kind of leads into my next question, actually. Um, so um, a lot of people are working at working from home at the moment and as someone who is personally working from home i know how difficult it is to sort of stay focused and productive um so i just wondered if if either of you have have any advice for people um that are trying to work and live in the same spaces yeah i mean i think to begin with i didn't have much of a routine and that is where i probably struggled so I, i have found that if i get up and act like I am going to work. So I'll get up and stick to the same routine as I had before. So I'll have breakfast with my partner, I'll get changed, I'd brush my teeth. Uh, I usually do yoga before work. And then I walk into, I, I made myself a separate kind of space. And I know that's not easy for everyone. I'm quite fortunate. Um, I've changed like one of our spare rooms into an office space. But when we first started this, I was, I didn't even have a desk and I had my laptop just sat on top of my sofa and then I was sat on the floor and that's what I had to do for the first week. And I did not have a routine and it was just, it, it was very hectic and I really struggled with that. But I found that even if you're able to just find, even if it's an area of a room and you can kind of convert that into like your office space and just make it as comfortable as you can and, and like maybe have like some photos there or a plan or just make it like quite a nice area to be in and quite comfortable. So you've got like a proper like chair, I suppose, to sit on. And because most of us will be sat down for a long period of time. So it, it's good to, to be comfortable while you're there. I think that really helps. And yeah, just stick into that routine and taking lots of breaks because I think that when we're at home, we do tend to get distracted a lot more. Like I sit next to the window at the moment and every time I look outside the window, I can see the neighbor's kids are doing something quite entertaining. So I get distracted quite easy and you don't usually have those distractions when you're at work. So I think just having a break, maybe making a cup of tea, maybe more often than what you would, then when you come back, you're less likely to get distracted by the interesting things that's going on outside your window. Yeah, yeah, I can, yeah. Yeah, I, I really struggled in the first, like, as I said before, I really struggled in the first couple of weeks. Um, Dan, Dan do, you, do you have anything to add to that at all? Yeah, I mean, I, I totally agree with everything Kelly said there, all really, really important things to be mindful of. Um, you know, I, I think we all, we're all probably guilty of, you know, staying in our PJs all day or, you know, just putting on a nice shirt and, you know, having your tracky <laughs> bottoms on underneath just so you can't be seen on your Zoom calls. But, um, yeah, uh, to that, I'd probably say, um, you know, try and keep in touch with colleagues, you know, use use video calling and, and you know, the phone and, and try and keep in touch, you know, so that you can have a bit of that contact, a bit of that that you would have done, you know, when, when you were in the office or, or in a, you know at work whatever you were doing um i would say you know use the support available for workplace if there is any um you know a lot of workplaces have employees and programs you know that that um you know might offer some you know phone support or counseling if, if you're struggling with things you know talk to your manager um and and ask for support if you need it um and 
Yeah, I'd, you know, I'd probably really that you know try not to be too hard on yourself because you know it is really difficult, and you know, we're home for the first time. Um, it takes you know it takes to quite a lot of discipline to to be productive at home, and you know, don't beat yourself not getting a lot done. Yeah, I'm. I'm really glad you. I'm really glad you said that, actually, mate. Because um, uh, yeah, I think that's really important. Um, you do when you get thrown into the situation. You 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 kind of have this self expectation to keep producing or keep working the way you do when you're in an, in an office environment or a working environment. And having the having the support of a manager that un- that understands and recognises the situation, um, I've been very fortunate that my manager uh, and my my organisation have been really really um, cognizant of that, um, and, and and it's made a huge difference. Really has. Kelly, just going in, go. I want to I want to just want to touch on the, um, the, the the business fallout from the lockdown. Um, obviously, you're a, a business owner. You you run your, your yoga classes here in uh, Northwest from Fieldwood Community Centre, and with the social distancing halting any number of sort of people gathering, how has it affected your business? Um, have you found any sort of alternatives in order to be able to deliver classes? So at the start, I did um, I did try live streaming a few yoga classes, but um, my my internet connection uh, didn't prove to be that stable once I had, I think, more than three people join. So I tried it for a couple of weeks, but it, it just wasn't really working for group classes. Yeah. So I, I've decided to let that one go for now. I even had my internet upgraded and, and that actually made it worse. So I've decided that maybe that's not the way to go though I do know a lot of yoga teachers that have gone down that route and I have done quite a few live streamed classes and they're they're actually really good I really if anyone did want to try them I definitely recommend them they're actually quite fun to go to or join um so I tried that for a couple of weeks unfortunately that didn't quite work for me and my internet connection so at the moment I'm just so I can still teach and I still have something to offer the the students I was teaching. I'm just filming and posting classes on YouTube and on my website. It's a strange transition to make, but it is quite a good learning curve, I think. And what's quite nice about it is I've got family in New York and in Australia and also in other cities in the UK. And usually they can't make it to my yoga classes, but now they're actually doing the yoga classes that I post online and they send me photos and it's quite nice to see. So that that's quite nice. Nice, yeah. The world gets a little bit smaller. Um, and Dan, um, you guys at CAS, you're based uh, at the Northwest Healthy Living Centre uh, down on Downton Road. So just wondering, like, how are you guys at CAS, and um, if you if you can sort of shed any light on on the Healthy Living Centre, how are you how are you all sort of are you managing to still sort of engage with your your users? <laughs> Yeah, I, I mean, it's different for, for different people that run different projects. But I mean, from the cast point of view, we're, um, yeah, we've moved a lot of stuff online. We've obviously produced this directory that I mentioned earlier. We've been putting out newsletters. We've been trying to keep our sort of social media profiles up to date with, you know, with, with good links and sources of information. There's, you know, there's very, obviously loads of groups that run from the Healthy Living Centre and, and different group leaders are doing different things. You know, some are 
you know, trying to do sort of Zoom meetings, getting the groups together, keeping that kind of social aspect going, you know, uh, supporting each other over the phone, you know, setting up WhatsApp groups, that kind of thing. So, yeah, there is a lot of support kind of continuing. And also the, the, um, the Health Park uh, are part of the Nor West Alliance as well, same as yourselves at the Media Centre and a few other organisations. And the Nor West Alliance as um, the hub in, in Fairwood, um, who are kind of taking referrals from the council and um, doing a lot of phone um, support for the most isolated, so the people that have been completely shielded um, because of underlying health conditions and, you know, not leaving the house for 12 weeks. So um, I and a lot of colleagues have been involved in, you know, phoning people up, trying to help them, so, um, yeah, that's that's been the bulk of the work, really. Staff at the health park is doing this phone befriending. OK, great. Yeah, it's, 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 it's difficult, but it's good that you're still, still keeping that contact going. So when we talk about mental health, personally, I, I rarely think about children. And I understand that CAS don't work directly with children. But can you recommend any services that parents can access if they notice any changes in their child's behaviour or like social interaction? Obviously, the uh, this lockdown doesn't just affect adults; it's affecting everybody. Um, and I, I don't know whether ch- I mean obviously there's, there's there's a lot that is being promoted around education uh, for children while they're at home. But well, how about mental health? Is there anything you can recommend? Yeah, there's lots of sources of support. Um, you know which could be direct for for children or um, support for parents in in looking after their kids' mental health. Um, There is, yeah, on our um, COVID-19 directory on our website, filter, um, it's all in a kind of spreadsheet and you can filter um, by different kind of groups. So you can look for um, young people. There's various sources. I mean, a couple that spring to mind um, off the record is a fantastic organisation that works with people. Go to our website, um, casbristol.org, um, and have a look at the COVID-19 directory and, and you can find support in there. Yeah, there's lots of good places for support. The council website is probably a good place to have a look as well. Kelly, um, yoga, yoga for children, does it work? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, so there's a really popular YouTube channel um, and I think it's called Cosmo Kids. I can't remember the name of the instructor, but I'm sure if anyone had any young kids and they wanted to try them out with a bit of yoga, then just, yeah, that's, my cousin usually uses that at school and I know quite a few teachers that use it at school as well. And that's a really fun yoga class for kids. It is designed for kids. So to most adults, you'd probably look at it and be like, that doesn't look like yoga, but it's getting them moving and helping them control their emotions, I suppose, and, and bring awareness to their body and their their breath and things like that. So it, that's a really fun one to do. If, they, if parents wanted to try yoga with their kids, so maybe something that they can actually join in with and they didn't want to do something that was as... I suppose um don't know what the word would be fun with <laughs> with the <laughs> Cosmo kids but if they want to try something a little bit um, more designed for adults then I definitely think that any 10 minute 
10, 15 minute yoga sequence kids can usually join in with. I'm doing at the moment like a 30 day challenge where I do 10 minutes of yoga every day for 30 days. And my cousin and her three-year-old son, they've been doing it every single day. And she said it's great because he won't stay still for, well, he gets a bit distracted after about 10 minutes. So just having a 10 minute little class in the middle of the day or any, any time of the day he's he's fine with he can stay focused and i think he finds it quite funny because he can see that i'm on the tv <laughs> so <laughs> it's it's quite yeah i think just small little like 10 15 minute sequences is great for kids it gets them moving and it's something that parents can do as well nice and these these are these are videos that you're posting yeah yeah so i started it a couple of weeks ago it's just um a 30 day morning yoga challenge and every single day we've got a slightly different theme and it it goes for about yeah around 10 to 12 minutes nice so where can our residents find you on youtube so you should be able to find me if you search for kelly sheldrick or the youtube channel is you uh www.youtube.com uh, slash C and then slash cycle trackers. So you'll also be able to find it that way. But I think if you just type in my name, it'll also come up. Great. Thanks for that. Nice one. So for years, uh, meditation has had a stigma uh, for only being for hippies or spiritual types. And more and more people I talk to um, are taking up meditation or practicing gratitude. What advice do you have for someone who may be skeptical about the process and the benefits of these practices? Yeah, so I would say just try it. I mean, it's it won't be for everyone, but it might be for you. And the only way you'll find out if it is for you is to try it. And when I say try it, don't just try it once because something like this, it's usually, you won't usually feel any benefits until you've done it for a couple of weeks. And it doesn't even have to be that long. So like what we spend maybe 10, 20 minutes a day just scrolling through our social media feeds or something like that. If you just take that 10 minutes and instead try and meditate, do that for a couple of weeks and at the end of it, see if it works. Sure, sure. Uh, and, and Dan, do you do you partake in meditation or mindfulness at all? A little bit. Um, yeah, I've tried it. Um, before I, before I answer, actually, can I can I just say about the cosmic yoga because it's something I do with my daughter every day, and um, it's really great. The le- the lady that does it is called Jamie. She feels like one of the family now. We do it so often, <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, it's a really great thing to do. And um, yeah, yoga of- often kind of incorporates meditation as well. Um, it is something I've done. Um, I haven't been doing it recently, actually. It's, I do keep, keep telling myself. I really, really want to try it. Um, but it's, yeah, it has a lot of benefits, um, you know, whether it's just clearing your head, trying to get a bit more perspective, reducing stress, you know. Um, people have said they sleep a lot better um, if they, you know, do regular meditation. Um, so I think it has a huge amount of benefits. And, um, yeah, I, I think everything Kelly said is spot on. Um, you know, um, you know, try try some taster sessions um you know do stick at them you know try and do it for a week or two um and see if you get into it um you know if you're kind of dipping in into different things every day you know if you've got any momentum with it um and uh i think um there's also sort of kind of guided 
kind of body scans, um, which are, you know, about just kind of thinking about, you know, how your body's feeling and just moving your awareness around your body. You know, that those are often really good kind of ways to get into it um, and um, things that are just a bit more accessible for people that might not have done it before. And then you can, you know, if you get into doing that, maybe move on to the other types. Nice. The, the the body scan thing is a that's a new one on me, so I'm 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 going to look that one up. Thank you. There's a really good app that um, I I definitely recommend. It's called Headspace, and they do a lot of guided meditations on there. And I think they do have some body scans on there as well. And they have a free option and some trial options. So if you did want to get into meditation or, or guided meditation, then that's I, I definitely suggest checking that out because it is quite it is quite user friendly as well. Thank you, Headspace. Yeah, great, thanks. Um, okay, guys, uh, final question, um, uh, and again, I'm asking you for some advice. Um, so, I'd like to create uh, a key set of daily guidelines or sort of a checklist that um, our residents here in Norwest um, can sort of refer to and follow uh, in order to stay on top of their mental health. So each of you, what would your three key steps be that people can follow to stay mentally healthy? So I'd say keep in touch. So maybe try and contact someone every day, even if it's just a message to a friend that you haven't spoken to in a while or maybe a phone call. So that would probably be number one. Number two for me, it would be keep active because I think a lot of us now spending a bit more time sat down especially if you are working from home. So just stay active, even if it's just going for a walk around your garden or or something like that. For me, I, I do try and go for a run every couple of days just to get out the house and get some fresh air. So that'd probably be number two. And the third one, I think just be kind to yourself, like be kind to others, but also like I think Dan said earlier, just be kind to yourself because we are going through something that like no one's gone through before and we are going to feel strange at times and come across things that we've never experienced before. And I think we just have to remind ourselves that this isn't normal and, you know, it, it's it's perfectly okay not to be okay. So just don't be too hard on yourself. And at the same time, being kind to others as well, because I'm sure people might react if especially in a big household if you've got lots of kids there's a lot of people in your household it, there's going to be tensions I think we just have to remind ourselves you know be kind to each other and then maybe forgive each other if if people do say something wrong I'm sure they don't mean it it's just the kind of environment that we're in right now just it, it is going to be tough thanks and Dan what are your three top tips yeah, I think Kelly's was spot on. Um, I'd probably pretty much echo those. Um, definitely, yeah, one, I'd say, yeah, definitely connecting with people. Um, you know, we're all, we're, you know, humans are social beings and, and you know, we do crave that, that contact and, you know, even doing it over the phone and, and you know, online, you know, you still satisfy that urge to kind of connect with people. So I think that's really, really important. Um, I think, yeah, eating and trying to eat and sleep well, you know, take, take time over your meals, you know, try and make nice food, healthy food, you know, sit down, really enjoy it. Um, and yeah, try and try and get, you know, try and sleep well. 
Um, and there's lots of tips online on, on, you know, how to get better sleep. But, you know, there's increasing research around, you know, how important sleep is to mental health. Um, and getting a good night's sleep can go a long way to kind of keep keeping ourselves sort of mentally fit. Number three, I echo exactly what Kelly said on about, um, you know, is it's okay not to be okay. Um, and I encourage anyone that's struggling, you know, to reach out um, to someone they trust and, you know, just to try and explain how they're feeling. Um, you know, whether it's a friend, um, over sorry, the phone, sorry, you Dan. know, someone um, you live with, uh, um, you know, everyone's going to be uh, sorry, having mate, your, um, your audio broke up just as you started and, you know, the third one. Would you mind talking about them is always the most important first step to, you know, trying to come to terms with them and, you know, maybe overcoming them. So, you know, reach out, um, you know, if you're really, really struggling, you know, do contact GP. You know, you might you might not be able to go in and see them at the moment, but, you know, GPs are still working and they're there. And they are always, you know, the first first port of call um, if you're struggling with your mental health is talk to your GP. I think one really useful tool um, for, yeah, to put on a, a checklist um, is the five ways to well-being. Um, so it's a really, yeah, really useful way of um, trying to understand, you know, the things that you can do to try and, um, you know, keep your mental health, um, uh, improving your mental health and keeping yourself feeling good. And um, the five ways include um, connecting, being active, taking notice, learning and giving. It's a really good basis for um, trying to think about things you can do to, to keep yourself mentally fit. Thank you both for, for, those, um, for those tips. Yeah, I would definitely echo, don't be hard on yourself. I think it's probably one of the biggest ones to keep in mind uh, as we go forward. Okay, Dan, Kelly, thank you both for joining us today. Really appreciate your time. Really appreciate your advice. We, as a community, really appreciate the work that you do. Yeah, thank you very much for having me. Thanks for having me on the show. It's been great. Well, uh, enjoy the rest of your day. The sun's still out, so enjoy it while you can. And we will see you soon. Thank you. Thanks. And thank you to you, the listeners, for tuning in to today's show. For the most up-to-date information on anything going on in Norwest, visit www.norwest.co.uk and search for the Norwest Alliance on Facebook. 